0: Oh man, welcome, welcome! It is Star Wars tonight, man. Do we have a great show for you today? A little bit of an odd intro today because I don't have my music in the background, and I'm I'm very unhappy about this fact because I am mobile, or as they said in The Dark Knight Rises, mobile. That's my best main impression, folks. Um, this is <laughs> this is Star Wars tonight, episode fourteen. It is fifteen days, basically exactly two weeks. Until the world sees the next Star Wars film in theaters. I cannot believe it. It is also Wednesday, and you guys know what that means. It means I'm bringing along my good buddy, writer extraordinaire. It's Amy Geek. Amy Ratcliffe's joining us. How's it going, Amy?
1: Great. How are you?
0: I am doing fantastic. Uh, never better, uh, and it gets better every day because we're getting closer and closer to that time. I'm telling now you. I um,
1: know. It's going so fast.
0: It is, uh, surprisingly so, because normally, like, as a kid, I always remember waiting for Christmas or your birthday, and it, it just goes so slow. But I think partly as a result of doing this podcast, it's just like every time I blink, I'm like, oh, it's time to put together some stories to talk about for Star Wars tonight. And here we are. And, uh, and Amy, I'm very excited about today's topic. Very uh, Very excited. Because we've talked about him a little bit here and there on on the Star Wars Report podcast and uh, here on Star Wars Tonight, but we're getting Happy Ford, and I love Happy Ford. I He's mean, so
1: charming. I know. It's just kind of the best thing.
0: I know exactly. But uh, but before we jump into today's main topic, I want to tell you, Amy, uh, we have a sponsor. I'm very excited. That's about
1: so fancy.
0: I know. Look at us. Uh, you, but you already know. All right. I can't help myself. <laughs> Um. No. Uh. Our sponsor for this entire week of episodes of Star Wars tonight is you know them you love them. It's Waze, the GPS app. Amy, you heard of this uh, Waze app by any chance?
1: I live and die by it in Los Angeles. Like- I'm so glad it
0: just so happened when when uh, they they approached us to partner and get the word out with their brand new uh, Star Wars edition that they have running this month. Um, I was so excited because I, had, I pretty much knew that all of my current co-hosts of this program use it and already like it. So, uh, what you guys need to do is go to starwarsreport.com slash Waze GPS and that takes you to a great blog post that uh, my sister Bethany put together highlighting the really cool features that they are doing uh, this month on the Waze GPS app to uh, get the word out about Star Wars. So, if you want to see TIE fighters and X-Wings buzzing along next to you in traffic. If you want to pass by a road hazard and C-3PO yells at you that you're doomed for sure, if you want to have said C-3PO be your personal co-pilot, uh, then you want to go to Waze.com slash download or StarWarsReport.com slash GPS, And we really appreciate Waze for sponsoring this week's episodes of Star Wars Tonight. All right Amy, I think let's get straight into it. Um it's a it's a Harrison Ford bonanza. Uh because on all of these late night shows, uh the Star Wars cast are making the rounds and morning shows. And but the one I want to highlight today is the uh, the original space cowboy as they said on Good Morning America. It's Harrison Ford. And we finally feel I feel like we finally get the first first hand uh clear picture of what happened on set from the horse's mouth so i'm actually uh because of our setup i don't uh you i'm going to play the audio uh amy you're not going to hear it from me but we're going to sync up. It's going to be sort of like our own little commentary that we're going to do. More on that later. Um, so we're going to go on a three, two, one, play. So three, two, one, and play.
2: Your leg on uh, set. I broke my set. leg. Well, something broke your leg <laughs> while shooting. Tell us what happened. Tell us the whole story. I was standing in this... Uh, there's a doorway on the Millennium Falcon. I was standing in the doorway talking to the director, JJ, mm-hmm. and we are talking about a scene we were going to uh, uh, shoot. And uh, I was dressed in costume Mm -hmm. and uh, ready to go and we were going to set up the camera and blah, blah, blah and uh, I was talking to JJ and I turned this way and all of a sudden the door which was hydraulically operated closed on me Uh, hit me uh, uh, about uh, at the waist and drove me to the floor and uh, uh, pinned me under the door uh, uh, what? What? uh. normal (laughs) <laughs> right. So uh, and uh, and I dislocated my ankle forward, and I broke both bones in my leg. Oh, and, uh, you said casually. And so that's what happened.
1: But how did it was an out of accident? No big deal. It was an accident.
2: You know, it's a very complicated environment making making movies. Yeah. There's yeah. all kinds of moving parts and a lot of people, and 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 something so, so, happened. So what happened after that? How did you get offset and get to the hospital? Throw so you in an ambulance? Oh, that's another story. I mean, well they. I got pinned under the door and JJ yeah. uh, Abrams Abrams JJ Abrams JJ Abrams well I just for yeah. anybody who, who doesn't know uh, him, who like we know him JJ Abrams was trying to pull the door off of me right. cuz I was pinned there was a you know a gap like this which was the width of my hips right and he um, actually suffered a fracture in his back what? from trying to open the door and he didn't know it at the time he and another guy uh, were, were trying to get me out and they couldn't get me out because it was hydraulics and it was locked so they had to re-plumb it and this is so much the more dramatic open. than I but imagined. while I was there they were saying oh we got an ambulance coming and we're going to so drive scary. you It's scary to London to the I said ambulance? no come on I just two hours uh, in traffic getting out here it's got another two hours back I said give me my cell phone and they said what? I said bring me my cell phone I'm still trapped under the door I'm laying in there and they're saying your leg is not so... Uh, okay, I give me the cell phone. And I call this friend of mine that I had... Uh, that was a helicopter buddy who happened to be in charge of London... Uh,
1: this is my uh, favorite.
2: National <laughs> Health Emergency <laughs> Medical wow helicopter deal
1: these are good friends to
2: have yeah yeah and i said hey uh he said where are you i said i'm stuck under a door I'm in, stuck at uh, work. <laughs> in Pinewood. there it is stuck at work
0: uh that's harrison ford and what's funny um amy is is listening to this couple things he's very animated and i had no idea that it was sort of like this this heroic effort I mean, we learned about it, but I didn't realize it was like J.J. Abrams personally trying to save probably one of his film heroes from being crushed underneath the hydraulic door that was pinning our hero. There better be behind-the-scenes footage of this. That's all I'm saying. That would be like the biggest behind-the-scenes documentary ever.
1: I don't know if I want to see it, though. It sounds like it was pretty intense.
0: Well, but we know at least... See, But here's the thing. We know it turned out okay. See, that's why it's, it's acceptable. Although I will say this. It's probably... I don't know. It is... It's one of those things that... It was such a huge news story at the time. And now that we can kind of look back and see him enjoying himself on Kelly and Michael having a good time and telling the story, I think that lends a, a, a bit of levity to it. But it's just... It's so exciting because it, here he is... You know six eight months later uh, in perfect health and it's amazing that he's uh he's come this far because he broke his other leg later on in the summer,
1: yes he point out points out he's had quite a year he's probably given his poor wife and children so many many heart attacks
0: I know but what's what's impressive I think is his level he he has a Sense of professionalism that i I really have come to respect that I think a lot of Star Wars fans over the years have kind of seen as just a an aloofness to the franchise because I think he does kind of see himself in his role in Star Wars as a a very strictly professional one and and in fact we 're going to play audio in just a second from uh, the Tonight Show where to jimmy fallon they they give a little back and forth and at the end he 's talking about is a job. He's like, did you, get, uh, did you get a thrill from returning and putting on the vest? And he's like, well, I got paid. And of course, but that's, it's not even a sense, like, I, it's not like he was being too overly, um, I guess, pessimistic about it or begrudging about it. He was kind of genuinely just getting in a back and forth, uh, joking back and forth about it. But I, And
1: yeah, and I think we have to remember that's okay. It's like. Just because yeah. we're all huge fans of it, the people who make it don't need to be, and maybe in some cases it's better that they aren't. But it's okay that it's yeah,
0: and Adrian, just a job am, to him. I am currently doing something that I've waited entirely too long to do, in that I am listening to the audio book version of how Star Wars conquered the universe. Now. Already, it, I should be ashamed of myself for not already having read this amazing book because I'm about halfway through and it is just incredible. Now, the, uh, what compounds the fact of, of how terrible it is is that I literally met its author, met Chris Taylor at the bottom of the Hilton downtown in, uh, <laughs> downtown in California during celebration and he gave me an autographed copy and I still hadn't read it because I'm more of an audiobook guy. And so it's just been literally sitting there on my shelf. And I, I finally, I like, all right, now's the time. It's a season of Star Wars. I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing. So I got it on my audible app and uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And the reason I say all this to say is because he talks about in the book how Harrison Ford is, is, I mean, when it comes to the way he's approached these, these films, he's very much just, a guy who probably just can't understand what it means to us in the same way that you know, Lucas talked about in the Oprah interview back in 2012 that we just can't see Star Wars in quite the same way.
1: No, it's impossible. He was part of it, and it was his work. Uh, I do feel like when he talks about Indiana Jones, like that that's a character he's a little more passionate about rather than not just being a job. But I think that's important to keep in mind. Just this is a, a tangent, but something I that bugged me is when Dennis Lawson. I, I don't know if they asked him and <laughs> he turned down a new hope, or just, or you know, I'm sorry, the sequel trilogy just said he wouldn't be in it if he was asked, and people got so mad. They're like, oh, he's a jerk. Like, what's that guy doing? You know, if he doesn't want the job, it's okay. It doesn't make him a bad person. So I think it's important to remember that. Not everybody involved in Star Wars has to love it in the way that, that the fandom does. And I think we're all better off that they, that they don't all yeah. treat it as, you know? As and that's the...
0: That I, I almost missed my entire point. that I, The reason I brought up how Star Wars conquered the universe is there's a passage in the book where Chris Taylor specifically mentions in the Halls of Lucasfilm. He's heard the mantra many times of, to create Star Wars, you have to hate Star Wars. Which is a weird thing to say, but if you couch it in terms of Star Wars is so diverse about what we like about it and what we don't like, and it's so different and personal, there's no, there's no way that you can go in as kind of, a, for lack of a better term, sycophant who loves everything and really get the creative drive to make something great that isn't just um, you know a, a two hours of fan service type deal.
1: Yeah, and nobody really wants that. That would not be, that would not be a, a cohesive story. It wouldn't be that good to watch.
0: Absolutely, and I think that part of the, what will measure whether or not this Star Wars film is successful is if there are elements of controversy with some of the decisions that are made. And I'm confident, I mean, it is Star Wars, Amy. I'm confident that'll be the case. Uh, but let's take a listen to this clip. Uh, Harrison Ford, who, uh, speaking of his injury, uh, decided to demo it. On a, on a hand solo doll. Let's take a listen in three, two, one.
2: I want to talk to you because we had J.J. Abrams on the show last night. He's the director of. <laughs> what? What happened? That's just, it's just no, water. It's, it's funny. J.J. Abrams. Oh, were you going to do this, a, funny a guy. spit take or something? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't. I can show you what to do Saving <laughs> You're the saving Spit, spit Take? take? Right. For later. You just say say his name <laughs> the Say the director's name.
1: No, I won't. No, I won't. No, I not going
2: to do it to you. J.J. Abrams.
1: Smart. J.J. <laughs> <J>.
2: Abrams. <laughs> I, I won't do it again. I, I won't. I won't. Harrison, should, you would, you would like me to sit here? I'm an Academy Award. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I, heard I, heard I heard the intro. I heard it. I heard the intro. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't win. I apologize. You should have won. Should uh, have which won is that. why I came, should... I came here to talk about I came here to talk about therapy. Not winning. Yeah. No, I do yeah. want to talk about because you, you had some. Anthony Bourdain. I love Anthony too. And you too. bring up JJ Abrams. No, I won well. Why? T- because he directed he directed you in Star Wars The he Force Awakens. Yes. And he got injured trying to help you because you got hurt oh, as well. Oh poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> fell What a pity. <laughs> what happened to you though? It. Something fell on you and you broke your leg, right? Yeah, something in. Do you remember this? <laughs> I, I, was, I was worried about you. They close a f- door on me. No, no, there isn't. Yeah, all right. I love their dynamic.
1: nothing
2: to do with that. so I didn't do it. the... Uh, no, uh, JJ did it. JJ, JJ Abrams? <laughs> as far as I know.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop the video there and just say what I just saw is something I never imagined. I can I can feasibly uh, at least conjure in my mind the a, a Harrison Ford returning as Han Solo. Maybe a couple years ago, I never thought it would happen. But what I, if you had told me this, I would have said you're lying. Go back to the future so that I don't have to see your lying face anymore. If I saw my future self tell me the story that Harrison Ford is doing a comedy bit. On the tonight show involving spit takes. And what's so funny, ah, uh, uh, this one, this gets me maybe on a slight tangent, but I feel like this is definitely the absolute strongest late night performance that Harrison Ford has had in a long time. This entire appearance, there's several clips on YouTube, but the dynamic, like you say, Amy, between Jimmy and Harrison is just it's incredible, and and it's it's entertaining, and it's engaging, and it's honest. You do get a sense towards the end of the the interview where he kind of jokes about being paid. You know, you get the sense that he is a, a venerable elderly man who's okay with joking about the fact that he's put, strapping on a blaster and putting on a vest at seventy three years old. And he he's the fact that he's able to couch that in terms of humor, but also be excited about it. Uh, and you see him smiling and laughing. I mean. Who are we seeing here?
1: I know. And I was trying to remember why, because some of the stuff, you know, you have preconcept or notions about not even preconceptions. It's just that you've heard it for so long. So I've heard for so long that Harrison Ford is grumpy. And I was trying to think about when I really observed that firsthand and a while ago, I went back, like, there's some old clips that he's done promos for other movies, some of those old interviews when the original trilogy was going around. And I don't know if he was necessarily grumpy as just maybe not so charismatic, but now he's throwing down. And when, you know, when he was back, when we knew he was back as Han Solo, that was surprising. But the fact that he is doing the press rounds and going to morning shows and late night shows is not something I would have like, I'm this, I'm the cynical. I'm like, I wonder how much he's being paid to do this part because it was a lot of, it's a huge commitment of time and energy, but he does genuinely like seem to be like rolling with it and, and enjoying it and having a good sense of humor about what it is.
0: Speaking of, uh, Harrison and the way he's really interacting with the press, in People Magazine, uh, he, uh, we just, they're just releasing a special Star Wars edition. He, um, he has this following quote. It might have felt silly, but it didn't. It was fun to work with JJ, who brought great energy and passion and clear focus. That's the key word there, ladies and gentlemen, to the whole event. So I had a good time. Again, it's not, he's not gushing about it in the way that I, I think, um, you might expect a new star like Chris Pratt to do or something like that. He's very much of the Harrison Ford, you know, guy that we've come to learn over the years, but in a believable, uh, engaging excitement in the way that he's interacting with press, especially in this good morning in America appearance that he appeared on just this morning as we record. Um, he, he's basically, he talks about exactly why he was excited for not just him to return, but for the character Han Solo to return. Uh, Specifically because in this edition, Han Solo's a more, and I quote, complex character. Which makes me excited, Amy, and honestly, a little terrified. Uh, because in terms of making, you know who wanted to make Han Solo a more complex character and how he wanted to do it? Lawrence Kasdan. Right in oh, this wanted, movie.
1: <clears throat> and he wanted to kill him, right?
0: Yep. Yes, indeed.
1: I feel like it's the realistic... Consideration I mean, to go into this movie expecting one of the original original trilogy or somebody carrying over from the original films to bite it.
0: Ah, uh, oh, you're hurt. As it's sad hurt as, it hurts
1: as sad as it would be, but I think we already have seen uh, the tiniest hint of how Han Solo has changed and become more complex with his line in the the first full length trailer that we got about, "Hey, it's all true. This is that's true. This is a guy who." you know, thought it was a bunch of nonsense and not quite magic, but kind of this, you know, that the Force was a silly thing. And now he's like, nope, it all happens. And there's that intensity about his statement that's you know, it, that gave me chills and still does when I rewatch the trailer. So I'm looking forward to seeing this older, maybe wiser, yes. certainly more experienced Han Solo.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I couldn't be more excited now. I, I really get the sense that um he 's really i mean he 's the face of the original three right now to the press because uh Carrie Fisher's appeared on the i mean she 's appeared on she 's on the cover of a good housekeeping this month. God bless her, but she 's not really, and I feel like this might be intentional um she she 's not the chosen ambassador I guess of the original three they're definitely putting that ball in harrison ford 's court, which I think is a, a a good decision not just for marketing but if it 's genuinely him. Working with J.J., working with uh, Lawrence Kasdan, to make Han Solo the most engaging version of Han Solo, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm hundred percent behind that. Also, where's Luke Skywalker? I don't want to know. And, and I want to know.
1: <laughs> and also, I adore Carrie Fisher. I think she is a delightful force of nature. She's a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, as far some,
0: let's as, be honest. Harrison ford 's kind of a loose cannon, but I loved and it 's not in this clip, but there's another one, Amy from his that same appearance, where Jimmy Fallon pours a a drink a small i can 't even remember the name off the top of my head uh, but a a, a a green alcoholic beverage and says here let's uh, let's grab let's grab a before we do let 's grab a grito shot first." <laughs> And I think it just flew straight over his head. I'll be honest. I think it went straight over his head because he just kind of, without blinking, uh, picked up the glass, hesitated, and then upon the roar of approval of the crowd, downed his Greedo shot.
1: I have to admit that I watched that clip and that went over my head, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, there's all kinds of that's already on Uproxx right now. Um <laughs> um uh, yeah that was that was great yeah it's it's just so exciting uh, such an exciting time to see the cast and, and we're this is this is going to be the norm we these last two weeks this is absolute max hype machine if, and and I think a lot of people who are really buried in fandom it, rightfully so and I think uh our good friend uh, Teresa Delgado just posted this up on uh, fangirl next door her blog she had a piece today talking about why she 's intentionally going to avoid Seeing any more uh, Force Awakens footage, uh, and and I can kind of sympathize with that. If it's something that you think will uh, overhype your expectations or play too much into uh, the film, but for me, when it comes to these interviews and the, these TV spots, I feel it's. I don't feel like it's going to make me any more excited about the film or less excited if I already see footage. So it's kind of neutral, except for the fact that Amy. I'll be honest. I kind of feel like. I'm participating in an event that I, as a Star Wars fan, never got to participate in. Um, we, I, we, our family didn't even live in the United States when the Phantom Menace came out. Um, we moved back to the States uh, late 2001. And my friends, I, I, I had a few circles of friends that I made around the time Attack of the Clones came out, and I would see my first, Star Wars film in, like, 03, 04. That was when I first saw a Star Wars film. And and Revenge of the Sith really just kind of doesn't count because it was sort of like a, a global funeral for Star Wars. <laughs> At least that's the sense that I got amongst my friends because I wasn't really in the Internet side of things. But for this, I'm just enjoying participating in the way that that Star Wars is once again overtaking the culture in a way that um, it hasn't in, in years, in decades.
1: I'm in the same boat because when I... You know, back in 1999, when the fan menace came out, I wasn't the Star Wars fan that I am today. I had only recently just seen Star Wars for the first time when the special editions came out in, what, 96 or 97?
0: Absolutely.
1: In the theaters. So this is kind of my first time around experiencing all this, which is why, like, I made a point to go to Force Friday and, like, commit and go to multiple stores. Like, every little milestone, I guess, that I can yes. take in, Absolutely. I am reveling in it because it's not from here on out we get a lot of star wars uh indefinitely as far as we know so it's not going to be the same as it is right now no it's a special time
0: it is special i don't think it's going to be like this for episode eight or nine this is unique this is the one time that the world gets to catch star wars fever again and i'm just excited to participate in it uh i want to take a, a moment before we um before we move on uh to the next segment i want to take a moment to uh Thank a few people actually, Amy. Um, I've talked about it a few times casually, uh, like right at the end credits. Uh, but I really want to do give them their proper uh, due. Uh, Daniel, Karen, and Devon are the uh, t- three most recent patrons who've joined us over at Patreon.com/slash/StarWarsReport, who are helping to support this very program. And I just wanted to personally thank you guys, uh, and, and really Matt and Wu and any of our patrons in the last a little bit. I feel like I really wanted to do, give them their due and thank them personally for supporting us here. Uh, if you want to chip in and help out with equipment costs, with hosting costs, um, you can head over to patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. And, uh, we are basically doing, uh, this five days a week. Uh, the fifth show is kind of a bonus. Patrons only uh, episode on Fridays and we drop that to you guys as a way of thanking you for supporting us. Um, and it's really, it's a, it's uh, there's no way I can sustain this, Amy. Um, <laughs> I am crazy because I have a busy college student and I have my actual ROTC RR, uh, job, which is like why I'm recording this from the Georgia Tech campus. Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) right now as we speak. But I'm I'm having this kind of dedication to really fully jump in the deep end of Star Wars fandom in this very special time leading up to The Force Awakens. And that's why this podcast exists. And that's why uh, the Star Wars Report community, starwarsreport.com, we've been hosting these live Star Wars watch parties. Uh, It was half Riley figuring out live broadcasting with video. As I'm experimenting a lot and half just fun watching Star Wars movies. So this weekend in the countdown, the next two weekends from now, as you're listening to this, we're going to be hosting watch parties of the original trilogy, the movies that started it all. Um, I could not be more excited. So if you want to join us, we're going to be streaming live video. We'll probably have like, it'll, uh, I'll have like, uh, the audio and the, the, the home theater off in the distance. So you'll kind of be able to hear the movie, but you'll just be us on Skype. Talking about the movie, I'm going to have the Lego cam, Amy, which will be me. I've pulled out of uh, storage two totes of Star Wars Lego that I haven't uh, touched in years, And I am piecing together all the old Star Wars sets. And what's funny is that speaking of oh, when the, that's well,
1: such a cool idea.
0: I know, I'm so excited because like, the, you know, as a harken back to when my fandom was starting, 2005 was the first time I was really getting into all this stuff. And that's when, for my birthday and Christmas that year, I got a bunch of the Revenge of the Sith Lego sets. And so I'm actually reconstructing them right now, and I'm doing it live while we watch and comment on uh the Star Wars films. So we are doing one uh this Saturday and Sunday. The really big one that we're hosting is this Saturday. Uh We're watching A New Hope. Uh If you go to StarWarsReport.com slash live, that's where it'll be. But more importantly, if you go to starwarsreport.com slash watchparty. That's starwarsreport.com slash watchparty. Uh, that takes you directly to a blog post that links to our Facebook event. You can RSVP there, get a reminder for when we get started, and get you the details on uh, where to see it, how to see it, what version we're watching. Uh, we're going to sync up and all watch it together. And we're doing it this Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then we're capping it off the following weekend... And Amy, I know you're busy this weekend, but maybe next weekend you can join us. Uh, We'll see. It's uh, Saturday the 12th. We are planning on, uh, well, we're all going to watch Return of the Jedi. And then one week after that... Well, ladies.
1: And new Star Wars. New
0: Star Wars. Sorry, I
1: jumped on it. I was exciting. I was excited. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, it worked perfectly. I'm very excited. It's a, it's a really cool time. Um, and it's really been a time that uh, our community's grown a lot. A lot of new people listening to the show each and every day. And we really appreciate you guys for supporting us and just being a part of this whole journey to the Force Awakens. Well, folks, I think that's going to put the wraps on this episode. Of Star Wars Tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, huge thanks to our sponsor this week. It's Waze the GPS app, or as I like to think of it, the C3PO Copilot app. Uh, go to StarWarsReport.com slash Waze GPS. Check out the blog post there as so we have all of the details coming up very soon. In fact, tomorrow on this podcast, we are giving away a series of awesome gift cards, and they, these are coming straight ways that they're letting us give away to you guys to help promote this awesome uh, Star Wars co-pilot edition (laughs) that you have in your vehicle as you drive. Again, driving down the downtown connector here in Atlanta, nothing more fun than just seeing all of the uh, Force Awakens, by the way, versions of X-Wings just zooming up and down the highway. It makes the hellish traffic with people just screaming at you all the time somewhat bearable. (laughs) That, that's yes. Atlanta traffic for you so
1: I've again, heard stories about Atlanta traffic oh, it's,
0: I'm up four days a week Amy four days a week All right. uh, but, but Ways is making it bearable for me and I appreciate them uh, also huge thank you to everyone who's supporting us on Patreon we really appreciate it if you want to help out it's patreon.com slash Star Wars Report thanks to Daniel, Karen and Devon who are supporting us especially this program right here uh, also I want to do a huge thank you to Harrison Ford God bless you sir <laughs> Uh, for being you. Uh, (laughs) if uh, Amy, where do you want to send folks who are listening to this podcast? I know, as I've mentioned, we've had uh, new folks joining us here each and every day. Uh, Where do folks want to find what you do on the interwebs?
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Amy underscore Geek. There's a lot of Star Wars happening there. No big surprise. And also, you can follow my writing on Nerdist.com, StarWars.com, and Comic Book Resources.
0: Oh, that's... uh, (laughs) You're so prolific. I don't understand how you do it. One of these days, I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to emulate a, uh, a tenth of the writing capabilities that you have. It's awesome, Amy. Um, and and seriously, guys, follow Amy. It's at Amy underscore Geek on Twitter. Uh, this show is on Twitter. You can follow us. It's at Star Wars Tonight. Also, you can uh, email us Star Wars at gmail.com Stay tuned to our Twitter. By the way, uh, that's where we announce the daily giveaways, and uh, we've actually had three more folks leaving us iTunes reviews I need to get your usernames to thank you on air but uh, uh, your packages will be in the mail Uh, because Amy uh, when it comes to uh, shilling for iTunes reviews to get the word out about the podcast that's how it works so I'm willing to do it so I'm sending Star Wars mac and cheese I'm sending my spare copies of the Phantom Menace storybook uh, I'm, sending, I'm sending out all kinds of Star Wars goodies that I've collected over the years as a way of thanking the folks who are getting the word out about this podcast. So stay tuned to our Twitter. We're announcing new giveaways pretty much every day. So I'll be heading to the post office tomorrow. Uh, I gotta get that done. I realized I ran out of time today, but I'll be doing that soon. So again, huge thanks to everyone who's been a part of this journey so far. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. May the Force be with you. There we go. That's a wrap. Wait, I said that in the wrong voice. It's a wrap. (laughs) There we go.